0: This is Remote Routine. I'm Ryan Geiger. To everybody uh, joining me, thank you so much as always for logging on and listening to this fun little podcast. Um, If you're new to Remote Routine, it's easy and simple. Uh, Just quick weekly tips from professionals about your work from home life and how to uh, hack it. Today, I'm excited to have Rob Burke from Doc this week. Uh, Rob, thanks for joining the show.
1: Yeah, great to be here.
0: Rob, first off, tell me where, where are you at in the world? Tell me about your work from home life and tell me about DonorDoc.
1: Yeah, so I'm based out of Fargo, North Dakota, uh, flyover country, but everybody's heard of Fargo because of the TV show and the movie. Uh, I am the chief marketing officer for a company called DonorDoc. We're a fully remote company, so we all work remote from home across the country. And we are what DonorDoc is, is we help nonprofits develop their donor relationships through our CRM software, which includes online giving donor management and then Outreach tools like email marketing and text messages.
0: Nice, nice um So do they in, embed donor doc into their current like let's say let's say it's a museum coming from the museum industry uh or or yeah, or a charity they would embed it into their into their site.
1: Yeah, they're online giving pages they would embed so you can it's fully customizable giving pages, you can embed it or you can have, you know, a standalone giving page if you just if you don't want it on your website, but um, that's the giving page piece. And then uh, the rest of it is basically just trying to not silo all that data. So you're not using MailChimp over here with customer data, and you're not using a different online giving software, but it's all in one piece. So that way you can manage your donors, you can see all the activities of what they've donated. Uh, how many times you've had coffee with them, if they're a recurring donor, how much they give, all of that is the the, the information that nonprofits need to be able to better raise funds and manage their their donor relationships?
0: Yeah, nice, cool. Um, Fargo it's it's September 1st for those listening. Is it already freezing? I just picture <laughs> you already needing like a massive coat. You know, Fargo has wild
1: swings. That's actually like 90 degrees outside right now uh, with like high humidity. So we get, you know, we get to negative 45 with wind chill in the wintertime and we get into the the mid 90s in the summertime. So we kind of have the extremes of both weather here. So no, it's not freezing yet. Um, The leaves are starting to turn and it's starting to get colder, but it's still, I think it's supposed to get to 90 today.
0: Okay. Wow. Wow. It seems very similar to New Jersey. New Jersey doesn't get negative 45, but New Jersey is hot and cold. Um, personally, I hate it. I can't wait to uh, figure out what what warm place I'm moving to. But um, let's talk about your tip. Um, what's your best tip for us work from home people?
1: If I were to give one tip for working remote, it is to find a routine and then change it. There is a ton of positivity with routines. I stick to routines on a daily and weekly basis. But the downside. Of doing the same thing day in and day out is that your mind moves into this mindless rut routine. If you've ever started driving somewhere and you look up, the next thing you look up and you're at your destination, it's because uh, your your mind is able to disconnect with the things that you do repeatedly over and over, but at the cost of not being present and not being able to be creative and innovative in that moment. So my advice is don't throw away your routines, but reevaluate them periodically, change them up from time to time, figure out what's working and what's a rut and change those ruts.
0: Can you give me an example of something that you did off the top of your head that was like, yes, I, I did this thing. I was eating McDonald's every day for breakfast. And then I finally tried, I don't know, Wendy's waffles or whatever. I'm just throwing it out there, but is there something that you can, you can give us? Yeah,
1: I mean, it can be something as small as changing up things on your desk, like decluttering, but it can be as large as changing up your work location or, um, changing up your work hours if you're able to. So studies show that new events decelerate our perception of time. So whenever we change up our routine, we're actually diminishing um, the, the perception of time just flying by, and we're actually being able to be more present and be more thoughtful in the work that we're creating. And so for me, it's it's you know 90% of my time is down here in my office, but the other 10%, I try to get out to a coffee shop. I try to travel and work from a cabin. Um, and yeah, I mean, exercise is a big piece of that, right. Just looking at your routines, if, if it's a bad routine of how you're ex- not exercising, then change that up. If it's a good routine of exercising, maybe, um, you need to change up your exercises and, and try something new and, and that'll bring you more present and, and aware of what you're doing with your body or how you're eating, things like that. So
0: I uh, recently went to San Diego last week and, um, I worked from, from my friend's house I'd have to really deep dive into thinking back if it helped slow the week down because, you know, I wasn't, you know, at this, at my home office Monday through Friday, you know, slaving away. I wonder if it slowed down time or or just because by the virtue of the fact that I was out and having fun and it was an exciting new place that it just went fast. As always, everyone says, you know, vacation's too quick. It wasn't really a vacation, but what that change did for me was it made me realize I don't have to be chained to my desk in my home office. I honestly, there's a couple instances where I like, man, I miss it. <laughs> I did. I, I have massive monitors, um, and one of those episodes, I don't I forget which one, talked about how how monitors are incredible. I'm sure you probably have a really nice setup based upon your your home office. But um, so I did miss the monitors, but I also realized, okay, I can work from my laptop. It's not impossible. I can do it. And the whole week I worked from his daughter's room. So I was like among like children's castles and, and, and girl toys. And I was like, okay, I I'm, I'm adaptable. It, it can work. Um, so I, I should knowing that information take one day a week. Now a random day break away, get out, take the laptop, go somewhere. Just like you said, just mix it up to help. Uh, slow down time. Because as we get older, we all know, like, it's just it's constantly speeding up. Like, where did August go? Like, where, where did it go? It's it's September first, Rob, do you know where August went?
1: No. It, it, and that, and that, that's exactly it, right? Like, it's, it's that week that you had it, uh, your friends might have felt like it got went by fast. But I would assume that you can actually recount specific times of you working in that office or spending time with your friend when when you look back next, last week at uh, your time working in your normal office, can you remember specific moments? Or is it just kind of a blur of you working in your in your normal office, right? Like that's the idea, right? Is If you can get out of the, some of those ruts of mindless work or mindless activity, it brings you back into that present moment of not only appreciating the present moment of life, but also being aware of what you're working on a little bit more and maybe looking at it from a different angle all of that. It's, it's kind of this, this mix of, of both positives.
0: okay Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Mix it up to slow down time. Um, another, another thing is uh, I don't know if you've heard of this book uh, was recommended to me by a friend, 4,000 weeks by Oliver Berkman. Wait, isn't no. wait, you're Burke. And this guy's last name is Berkman, but 4,000 weeks basically uh, talks about that's the average amount of weeks a human being has in life, and if you um, if you think about if you restructure your thought process on how little time you have in in life, you will you know sort of prioritize what's the most important thing to you, and um, and not let those weeks just fly by. So uh, I dig it, uh, Rob. Thanks for coming on, Rob from Donor Doc up in Fargo, ninety degrees up there. Don't let that incredible movie or TV show fool you. Uh, It gets hot. Thanks for joining the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Ryan.